This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Welcome everyone to another night, Wednesday Night Shiur. Welcome all Torah Anytime viewers. As always, we love to say something to take home tonight, which I saw and I learned with my Rebbe this, this afternoon actually. This, this afternoon, I learned my Rebbe this lesson, so I'd like to share with everybody. You ready? Like this. First of all, Haslacha Daniel Daniel Ben Ilani Bezad Hashem. Special special dedication. It's a Hanukkah dedication for Nun Haslacha, right? So Bezad Hashem, we're gonna start like this. Start like this. There was a scientist, and I'm gonna show you through the parasha this question. There was a scientist, or like a like a study being made. Can people do a favor without thinking? What can I get in return? Again, question. Can you do something in your life knowing that you will never get anything in return for the deed that you just did? You're going to help somebody. You're going to help somebody. And nobody, and at the, after you help them, you, you know you're not getting anything in return. Or, that's A, or B, no, 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 no. When I do a favor, when I do something for somebody else, I'm seeing what's my gain. A or B? What do you think? What do you think? Studies show, this yo-yo said, studies show, and he disproved it by walking into Borough Park. I'm not joking. Like this. He said, studies show that a person... It's thinking, whoa, if I do A, B, and C, what's my gain? I'm going to help you, but what are you giving me? Yeah, I'll help you out, but what's my gain? That's what he said. Until he went to Borough Park, and he saw, and he saw a few kids, and he saw just from their faces, the kindness that they were doing to help other people was genuine with no in-return payback. There was a non-religious person getting on the path of religion. And when they asked him, what like, what made you decide and know that the Jewish religion was like it? He said, I went on a Shabbat table. And at that Shabbat table, I saw, I saw at that Shabbat table that the mother gave out ice cream to the kids. Yeah, ice cream, giving out ices, whatever, ice cream, ices. Uh, and after all the ice were given out, there was one kid of the kids that didn't get because there was not enough pops, not enough ice pops. So this non-religious guy is sitting on the Shabbat table. He's waiting to see what's going to happen. What happens? He sees one brother, gives it to his other brother. Here. What? Do you just give your brother the only ice pop that you have left? He says, yeah. He says, what? He's going crazy. Wow. This is the goodness that the Jewish people have? This is what the Torah teaches us? To help other people? With no thinking of payback? Wow. Wow. You have to understand something. There's something called hesed. And there's something called... Ahavat chesed. You know the difference? 
Chesed is I do kindness. Then, there's something called Ahavat Chesed. Ahavat Chesed is, where out of the love that I have for people, for the Jewish nation, for every, I just help. It's in my nature. I don't want anything. I don't have anything back. Hashem is big. Hashem will pay you back. Hashem is big. Well, you, you, you think He won't pay you back? But it's not about that right now. It's about, there's another Jew out there that needs help. Are you going to help him? You're not going to get anything in return. Are you going to help him? Let them come in. Let them come. Let Simon come in. Tell Simon I want to see him. Alright? Simon, stay please. Alright? Says this. Do, do, are you going to help him? Yes or no? I want to know. Let's say they tell you, this Jewish guy, you're not going to go a favor in return. Well, you can help him or no? We, you know, I want to, yeah, you know why? Because that's our love. Our Judaism teaches us, do good because doing good is good. And guess what? You know who gains out of it the most? The person who's actually helping out gains more than the receiver. You know what I said? Let me explain that again. There was a big, big actor that he made millions of dollars. And after he became very famous, very popular, very, very active, and this, that, I'll tell you the actor after. Should I tell you who he was? was, He got up and he said the following. He said, the most selfish thing that you could do in life is to help somebody else. You hear what I just said? The most selfish thing that you can do in your life is to help somebody else. You know why? Because when you help somebody else, you feel good. You feel good. For sure you feel good. You look back in your life, you get older, let's say, a few years down the line, you marry your kids, you're getting older, and then you look back and say, what did I do in my life? And you start thinking, oh, I helped this, I helped that, I helped that. You're just thinking, it makes you feel good. At the time of helping, you feel good, and really, that's called avat chesed. Now, how does that connect to this parashat Shavuah? How does that connect? Can anybody over here tell me to tell you tonight? How does it connect? Nay, I'll tell you how it connects. It connects like this. The Torah says, in this week's parasha, Paro had a dream. Paro had a dream, and nobody could interpret the dream. Everybody was trying to interpret it this way, trying to interpret it that way, but nobody was really what? Getting the dream interpreted well. So, what does the butler say, Sarah Mashkim? says, oh, by the way, it's I remember I was in jail, and, and what, and, and? And he says, there was a kid, and listen to the way, this is the way he writes, he says over here, he says, Sham, over there in jail, we had a na'ar ivri eved. He says that over there there was a na'ar ivri eved. The way he put Yosef down, Rashi explains, he put him down. He's like, ah, oh, he's, he's, he's a nothing. Look what Rashi says. Arurim hareshaim. Cursed is the rasha, the reshaim, the wicked people. They're good when they're trying to do good for others. It's not complete. It's not complete. I remember one time, there was somebody asked somebody for a cup of water. And he gave him a cup of water. But he saw when he asked him, can I get a cup of water? He gave it to him like, he didn't really want to give him the cup of water. 
And as he, as he was going there, it spilled, all the water sp- spilled. So the guy who asked for the water, I wasn't respectful, but I was there when he said it. He says, because you don't do it in Arabic, it's called mi elburab. How do you say, how do you explain that elburab in, in, in English? Not from your heart. Because the guy asked him, could you get me a cup of water? So he's going to get him a cup of water, he's getting a cup of water, and as he's getting the cup of water, the, the, as he's giving it to him, the, all the water spilled. And the guy says, you know why? Because when I asked you for a cup of water, I saw in your face, you're like, oh, I have to go downstairs now, I have to get him a cup of water, I have to go back upstairs, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was upstairs, and he was upstairs, and, and, and the water was downstairs. Go upstairs and downstairs, give him a cup of water. Oh. So when he gave it to him, he came upstairs, the water fell. And, and the person said, you know why? Because when I asked you, you didn't do it with your full heart. It's good. But you do, when you're doing something, the tzaddikim, they help out with their full heart. I want to help you out. Not like, oh, I have to help you out, so I will help you out, but eh. No! With your full gut. It's like, I'll never forget, there was somebody, he was, he was collecting for, for a cause, for, for, for whatever it was, he was collecting for a cause. And he called, up, he called up a guy, he says, oh, by the way, can I have a check for so-and-so for this cause? He says, sure, sure. And he said, come to me next week. Comes to him next week, and now he has the check. And he has the check. As he has the check, so, so the guy tells me who was get, getting the check, he says, the person that was writing the check, not only, look, look how great he was. He says, not only he wrote the check out, he says, I'm going to come to you to give you the check. Usually you say, wait, wait, wait. I'm giving you money. Habibi, you come to me. You, 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 uh, hey, listen, you want the check? Come, come to me. Uh, you want a check for your cause? I'll give you a check. I'll give you money, no problem. But come pick it up. I'm going to go. Now you want me to, now I want to give you, you want to go give it to you? No. That's how great this person was. He says, don't worry. Stay where you are. I'm going to come deliver it to you. And when he came, he says, How? He says, what do you mean? You're helping me. You, you're helping me do a chesed of giving, of this, of that. I'm coming to you. And it says, even when you're giving tzedakah, you're supposed to stand up. Let's say there's a poor man, he comes to you. And he asks tzedakah, you're supposed to stand up and give him. Out of respect, take chavod. Understand? You're doing a mitzvah. L'shem, you hold kujab, and boom, boom, boom. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. This is called tova shelema. A person's got to help out. Even if there's no personal gain, you help out. But by the way, you should just know, on a side note, Hashem always takes care of you. That's besides the point. I'm not going into that at all. I'm going into the person himself. You want to be a greater person? In life, we're here to grow. We're here to shtayk. You want to be a greater person? Start doing things. Start doing things. Even, I have no gain to this. But what? I'm going to help out fully. Not half. Full. You need help? I'm going to help you from the beginning to the end with all my heart. Hashem says, wow. Now you're acting like a high-level Jew. Got that? Was that clear? That has to be very, very clear before we continue. This is a very, very important important life. This is a life changer. You know life changer? Not a life saver, a life changer. 
Life changer means that when you apply this rule that we just said, this lesson that we just said, this this this, this Torah that we just said, how Rashi explains again, Arurim Reshaim. It's Rashi in, the, in, in our in our parasha. Rashi in pasuk Yudbed. You look at it. Arurim Reshaim. The Reshaim are wicked. She'en tavatam shelema. They are not. They they're, they're not doing good with their full uh, full gusto. Why? Why? What do you do? Shemaskirin belashon when he mentions Yosef, he mentions Yosef in a way that he is a disgrace. Like, ah, he's only what? He's a Na'ar. Na'ar, in, in back then it was like, he's a young guy. Rashi says like he's a Shotev. He's not befitting to become any, anything great. That's how you speak about Yosef. He's not befitting to do anything great. No. No. You want to do somebody good? Do it with your your heart. I am not going to get anything. So what if you don't get anything? Start growing as a mensch. Start growing as a human being. Look at God. Be, be like Hashem. He gives everybody. The guy's not deserving for something. And Hashem still gives him. He does, this guy does not deserve anything. And all of a sudden, what I, the guy Hashem gives him, here you go, boom. What do you mean? He says, whoa, 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 whoa. Because Hashem's a giver. We got to give. We got to help. From our heart. We got to give. We got to help from our heart. And when we do it, do it fully. Do it fully. Don't do it half. Ah, ah, ah. Do it fully. You understand? Look at Abraham Avinu. Great example. Abraham Avinu, he had butlers. He had, he had, he had a baker. He had everything. Abraham Avinu was a wealthy. He could have he done nothing. What does he do? He himself goes. And he gets the cow. When he's slaughtering the cow. And he's giving him a tongue. Abraham, go send, go send your slaves. Let them go catch, uh, catch the cow. What are you going to catch the cow for? No, 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 no. My full heart goes all out. My full heart goes all out. I want to be the best of helping fully. What am I going to gain? I don't care what I'm going to gain, what I'm not going to gain. You will gain, for sure. But we're not going into that right now. We're going into that. And that's why they say, what's Chesed Shelemet? You know, when you bury somebody's chesed shalemet, you're doing a chesed, right? When somebody goes and goes to a funeral or, or something like that, pays respect to somebody, you're doing chesed shalemet, it's called. Why? Because this person's passed away, he's never going to be able to pay you back. Oh, understand? This is it. You say, well, I'm going to go to the funeral, I'm going to bury the... Imagine they call you up. By the way, the guy passed away. I remember it was Corona time. I got a call up in the Corona. Come, Rabbi, you're the only Rabbi. We need you now. To come and, and help bury this guy. And I did. And I went. But I remember, I, I masked it out. I put masks, like, forget about it. A hoodie, like, you couldn't even see who I am. Like, the glasses, like, what's going on? I got, I got no always doing, you know? But what is Chesed Shalemet? It's true Chesed. You're never going to get paid. That guy is going to go come back and pay you back? He's not going to pay you back. But it's Chesed. What, what's, what's your game? Forget your game right now. Hashem will pay you reward. Don't worry, we're not even going into that at all. But just to be a mensch, just to be a human being, just to be good, here you go. Chavon, how can I help you? What can I do for you? How can I serve you? You understand? This is a very, very important lesson I just told you right now. Keep it in your pocket. I'm telling you, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come in handy. You're going to see. You're going to see. It's coming in handy. This is gonna, oh, wait, Rabbi said I should help. No matter what, I should help, even though I don't have anything to gain right now. Okay, no, no problem, I'll help you out, I'll take care of you. There was a guy in our community, his name was I Shalom. You ever hear of I Shalom? I heard stories about him, major stories. He passed away. 
but he was one of, one of a big philanthropist and he helped out people. He was in a handkerchief business. Back in the day, they didn't come out, they didn't have uh, tissues and napkins. They had what? Back in the day, they had only handkerchiefs. Back in the old times, the guy would walk around, you ever see the, the suits and they have the handkerchiefs sticking out? They not they want to look sharp, so they put like a like 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 a pretty one. They put blue. They put big. But technically speaking, it's the blow they nose. You know what I'm saying? They put make it look sharp. How you doing? How you doing? Like, you don't want to touch that. You know? Now it became a style just to put like a handkerchief. Like uh, look. But but back in the day, it was a, it was a tissue. They didn't have tissues. And he was, people would 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 come to him, and said, "What are you doing? I'm in the industry of selling handkerchiefs." You know what he did? He wrote down a list of suppliers where he could go get it from. They would tell him, Hello, they're competing with you. You're going to go tell them where to buy it from? Hmm. says, No, not one person is going to take a dollar from my panasa. Nobody. Hashem decides the panasa. But one thing is for sure. I have the gain of helping others. But what do you gain? He's not going to give you commission on the deal. says, You're right. He's not going to give you commission. So... So what? You understand that it's, it's, it's a wild thing if you think about it. Help just to help because that's the good thing to do in your life. It's healthy. It's like vitamins for, your, for, for, it's vitamins for yourself. What are we learning here? Vitamin H. What's vitamin H? Vitamin to help with no strings attached. You heard that? Vitamin H... N-S. Help, no strings attached. <laughs> you got that? You got everybody's clear with that? Alright, we're gonna we're gonna move on now. We're gonna move on. So that that's we learned that what? From the from the Saramashkim saying a derogatory fact. Instead of saying, Oh, there's a person Yosef in the in the pit, in the in the in the in the in the, in the, in the cell, let's get him out. He's very, very good, he's amazing. He didn't want to do that. He just wanted to say, you know, there's a guy, he's a young guy. Ah, you should praise him. Do something. Help him. You know he's really good. That's one. Second thing is very, very important lesson. And this is quoted from the Zohar Kadosh, And this is a very, very important point. And now, there's something called, there's something called cause and effect. You heard that? There's something called cause and effect. Now, what do I mean by that? What do I mean by cause and effect? I'll give you an example. I know we have a person, he's an Amazon, he's, you do sales, no? You do sales. I'll give you an example. Wholesaler, Wholesaler right? I'll give you an example. He does, I'll give you an example through something. Let's say, for example, right? You have these cups. Let's say these cups. You see these cups? These cups. And by the way, it happened during Corona how it was very hard for somebody who was telling me the story. He, it was very hard before Corona. He was in, uh, uh, um, um, uh, well, forget that. I want to give you that example. I'll give you a different example. Let's take the cups. The cups. There's a shortage of cups. Shortage of cups. And all of a sudden, you find a person that actually manufactures the cups. You go straight to manufacture. And you find them. And, and, and where is he? He lives in, uh, in, I don't know, in Florida someplace, Zimbabwe. And you're like, oh my goodness. 
and, and you found them because one time uh, something happened with you when you were in Zimbabwe and, 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 and he helped you out and he took down his number and he told you, I, if you ever need any cups, here's my card. And, and you take his card and you're like, okay, I'm never going to need this guy's card. You just put it in your back pocket. You come to America and you find out, oh, by the way, there's a shortage of cups in America. Oh, I have the manufacturer make the cup. Let's call them up. Listen, I need a shipment. And all of a sudden, you're shipping, you're selling, you're all. Now, if somebody would ask you, how'd you make so many sales? You would say, there's a, there's, there, there's a cause and there's a fact. The fact was, you sold so many cups. And the, and the cause was, because, because, the cause because, you, you, you met the guy in Zimbabwe. You got it or no? But really, it's opposite. You know what really is opposite? I'll tell you opposite. It's opposite. Really, Hashem said that I want you to make a lot of sales. So therefore, that was, that was the... And therefore, the effect... The, the cause is, you're supposed, because you're supposed to make a lot of sales. So the effect was, you had to meet this guy in Zimbabwe. You know what I just said? Yeah. Opposite. Why am I telling you this week's parasha? What happens? Yosef is getting out of jail. He gets out of jail. Why? Because he, he's affected because he interpreted Paro's dream. No, no, we don't look at it like that. We don't look at it like that. You know what I just said? If somebody would ask you, oh, how did Yosef get out of jail? Oh, you know why? How Yosef got out of jail? Because he interpreted Paro's dream. No, 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 no. I'll tell you how to look at it. Yosef was getting out of jail. And because he was getting out, Hashem affected Paroah to have a dream. You got the Hashem? We look at it. Oh, Yosef got out. He interpreted Paroah's dream. Oh. No, 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 no. Yosef had to get out, so Paroah had a dream. Yikap? You got it or no? A lot of times, it, the whole thing is difficult. It's like, it's like Shidduch. A guy gets married. Right? I'll give you an example. A guy gets married. Oh, you met the girl through this and through that. Oh, who set you up? The Shadchanit called me and she set me up with this girl and that girl and that guy. Ah, boom. Says, no, 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 no. You were supposed to marry that girl. And since you were supposed to marry that girl, so therefore the Shadchanit thought of you and called you. You get the difference? You get the difference or no? The, 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 the whole thing is opposite, by the way. Oh, wow, what happened? Oh, the Shatchani, the matchmaker called me up. That's how I got married. No, no, no. You were getting married to this girl. That's your zivug. That is happening. Now, what happens? Hashem has to make it that what? This lady, my matchmaker or man matchmaker, says, oh, this person with this person will go. You understand how it goes? Not that the matchmaker. No, I should put it. Um, click. I remember before I was getting when I got married. After I got after I got engaged, I'm telling I kid, I kid you not less. Three people came over to me. You know, I wanted to set you up. I wanted to make this you do. I wanted to set you up. I wanted. To make, I wanted to, three people. I swear, I'm telling you, I was there. Nobody did it, but Hashem put it in the the, the one that was to be the shaliach in that brain. I was supposed to marry this person. That's not supposed to marry. Okay, you're supposed to marry this person. It's gonna happen. It's going to happen. Now. Now that it's post, now that you know what's going to happen, so now all of a sudden this, all these things happen. You understand what I'm trying to say or no? You got that clear? 
You got, is, that, is that clear? You're, you're supposed to live in a certain spot. Let's say this block. Let's say, give me an example. This block is supposed to live in this block. This house is supposed to have. This house is supposed to have. So now what happens? You marry a girl, let's say, and her father says, oh, by the way, you should just know, two doors down, I own that house. This is where, this is where you live. So now wait. Why did you get a house? Because I married her. No, no, no. You were decreed to get that house. You understand what I'm trying to say? Either way, you're going to get that house. Oh, so it worked out like that, but Hashem and Shalom was going to get... That's the way it works. It's, yeah, yeah, but I'm just trying to bring out a point because a person in life might always look at the opposite. This is the perfect example. Yosef, had a, Yosef was supposed to get out, so therefore Hashem had to make Paro have a dream in order for that to happen. You understand? It's the deen, the judgment, and everything like that is perfect. Like for example, I'll give you an example, just a side note. I was at the, I was at the doctor's office, and I was waiting in the waiting room, and a husband and wife went in, and they were getting uh, 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 shot, what, what is it called? Um, um, blood tests. Like, like they want to get blood, so they're taking blood out. So the, the husband goes in, and the, and the wife comes out. They both go in and go out, right? So she's, my goodness, this nurse, she's nuts. She couldn't get the vein and she poked me three times to get the blood out. Like, I got one hit and another hit and then another hit and finally she got out and she's squeezing me the blood. She you know what I'm saying? And, and the wife comes out. What are you talking about? I, 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 my, my nurse? She did it two seconds. The husband says, oh, I wish I went to your nurse and then my nurse. He says, no. That, it's not the nurse that's making that happen. You were supposed to get pricked three times. That's what it is. And therefore, since you were supposed to get freaked three times, Sashem made you go to a, to a, to a, not such a good nurse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, 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 not such a good nurse. No, you're right. She's not a good nurse. But why did you go to that nurse? Because you're supposed to get freaked three times. Otherwise, they would have switched it. You would have went to that nurse and you would have had it. You know what You get that next morning. You, get you keep on going through it. You keep on giving more examples, more examples. But everybody gets the, gets the lesson over here. Everybody gets a lesson. You were supposed to get pricked three times. So therefore Hashem says, okay, fine. Since you're supposed to get three pricked times, go to the bed nurse. Not that the nurse, not that the nurse pricked you. No, you were supposed to get it. Understand? It's a great, crazy kashmon. Boys, let's do one more, please. Let's do one more lesson, please. All right? The next lesson I'd like to speak about is a very important lesson. In this, you have to understand it says in the Torah, one of the most important words, one of the most important that I, I, I looked into, as myself when I was younger, but it says in the Pasuk, when Yosef is leaving uh, the, the jail, the Pasuk says, Vayaritzuhu min habod. You know what that means? Vayaritzuhu min habod means, Paro went to call Yosef, and it doesn't say they took him out of jail. It says they rushed him out of jail. Why? Why? Why can't they just, why can't the Torah say that they went to go get Yosef, and they got him from jail? That's it, finished. Why do they have to say they rushed him out of jail? What's the whole cheshbon of that? They got him out of jail. What's a rush and not rush? And the answer is, is because Yosef had a certain timing where his decree is over. 
And therefore, the second the decree is over, Hashem will not let another second go by if the decree is over. If the decree is done, but you're safe, you're done. We, we had a gezerah on you that you were supposed to be in jail this amount of time and now the time is up and you're not allowed to stay one more second. You know? And therefore, since you weren't allowed to stay one more second, that second you're out. How many times do you have that in our lives? Our lives. How many times do you have it in our lives? In our own personal lives. What do we have in our own personal lives? We have it all the time. That we say, so, what, what's going to be? What's going to the second it's supposed to get it's supposed to be, that second it'll be. And I'll bring you a proof from last week's parasha. It says, last week's parasha, Yosef is going on a caravan. And what does it say? The caravan there was going on, usually the Torah says, usually carries what? Tar and, and smelly stuff. This time it was, it was, it was carrying what? N- nice smelling fragrance. Who cares what they're carrying? You think Yosef cares what they're carrying right now? They're going, he just got kidnapped from his brothers. He got thrown in the pit. He got thrown there. You think he cares what smell is smelling right now? So who cares? It smelled bad. It doesn't smell bad. Well, it's supposed to smell bad. Like tar. So who cares? Smell bad. Smell good. Who cares? You know what the answer is? You know what the answer is? The answer is, the answer is, is that he, his decree was not to have a bad smell. And since his decree was not to have a bad smell, then not even an iota more he'll get. He won't get more of an iota pain than that. You got what I said over here? Yeah? He won't get more. And that's why he says, look, Tim, I, you know why it's important to say? Because he wasn't decreed to have a bad smell in that moment. So therefore Hashem says no. I'll give an example. I'll give an example to this. Let's say you have a guy. They tell a guy he has to go to jail. Now if you think about it logically, who are they punishing? Who are they punishing? Besides the guy, who are they punishing? They're punishing his wife. They're punishing his kids. What did his wife do that her husband's now sitting in jail? What did he do? Nothing. But what? They, when they take that guy to jail, they're punishing the wife and the kids. Now they don't have a father, they don't have, they don't have, a, they don't have, a, they don't have, they don't have a husband. But Hashem doesn't work like that. Hashem's judgment is on everything around surrounding that person. That means if this guy has to go to jail, that means in the cheshbon of him going to jail, everybody that's connected to him, if they're not decreed to have that, he won't go to jail. Because this person that he's connected to doesn't deserve the suffering that his father should go to jail. So he won't go to jail. You understand the Cheshbon, how it goes? And that's why they say, be what? Be a Mezakeh Arabim. Help out the public. Because when you help out the public, you're a public human being. Now, who gets affected if you get affected? Everybody. So does everybody have to be affected now? Every time he gets punished, does everybody have to be affected because you're affected? Oh, no? Okay, so then the guy doesn't get that. You got it or no? You hear that? It's a crazy born. And that's what the Torah is telling you. The deen, the judgment is so perfect that what? When it says, when it says that, it says that they took him out right away because he wasn't allowed to suffer one more inch of suffering. He wasn't allowed, he wasn't decreed. And that's why it says, they grabbed him out of the board. So we learned three things tonight. One was, 
When a person's helping out, we said help with your full heart. Help with your heart. I there's no in return. I might not gain anything back. Don't be like the Sarah Mashkim. The Sarah Mashkim said, oh, you know what? There is a guy over there, Yosef, but he, did, he, he didn't want to help out fully in saying, Yosef is a tzaddik. He just said, oh, Yosef, he's a young guy. I don't know if he, you know. No, he's good. He's great. Praise him. Second lesson we learned was cause and effect. Why did, why did Paro have a dream? Because Yosef had to go out of prison. Not that, oh, you know how Yosef got out of prison? Because Paro had a dream. No, no, no. You know why Paro had a dream? Because Yosef had to get out of prison. And the last thing we're learning here tonight is, well, how perfected Hashem's judgment is. How the second decree is supposed to be done, finished. And I love saying over the story, and I'm sure you heard the story from me many times, and I'm going to conclude with this. Story goes with the Briskarov. Famous story, but I love it like a passion. I could say it again and again. Briskarov, one time a guy was getting married. And all of a sudden, the guy forgot his ring to give it to his wife. Oh my goodness. He tells his, uh, one of his friends, go give me that ring. He goes and gets the ring. There's a ring boy going down the aisle. I don't know what happened. It dropped. Oh boy. And then people are buzzing. Finally, he gets the ring. Now he's going, He's trying to put it on a finger, and it, and it falls. And now everybody's saying, Oh man, maybe it's not meant for, to be. <laughs> How many signs? The race grew up and said, No, no, no. It's meant to be. Just at that moment, it was meant to be. He has to wait that moment. And then that will happen because the deen in Cheshbon and Shammai is exactly perfect at the exact second. Exact second. And where do we see that from? From Yosef. By two men aboard. First, get him out of jail. Right now the decree is over. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.